And so just trying to keep up with all of it has not been easy, but I, I'm hoping that I'm doing it all right. So if you see that I don't make it on board, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Dual fans, just two quick announcements before tonight's show. You may notice that our bonus episode's coming out a little later this week. We're about a day behind on our bonus show and our main show this week, so just a heads up there. We had a little bit of an internet issue at uh, DCL Duo headquarters here <laughs> outside of Seattle, and uh, that kind of put a kink in our ability to get the shows out this week. So about a day delayed, so expect the main show to come out uh, probably sometime Friday. So also wanted to just give a quick heads up that we are doing another giveaway in honor of DCL's return to sailing. We've got a fun little replica castaway key sign that we're giving away. And so there's a couple different ways that you can earn some chances to win that sign. The first is if you have not already left us a five-star review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Any reviews that are left between now and the end of September, so September 30th, we'll get an entry into our drawing. You can earn a second entry into our drawing by heading over to youtube.com slash Duo and subscribing to our YouTube channel. And you can earn even more entries into our drawing if you head over to patreon.com slash Duo and join one of our support tiers. Uh, If you join at the lowest available tier, you will get two entries into our drawing and an extra entry for each tier up from there up to six. So there's eight potential entries into our drawing for this Castaway Key Sign. If you've already left us a five-star review or you're already subscribed to our YouTube channel, don't worry. We will be doing a separate drawing for everyone who's already subscribed and everyone who's left a review for one of David Koenig's signed books, The 55ers. And so we've got a signed copy from David who was on our show back at episode 31, I believe. And so if you want to learn more about David, you can head back and check out that episode. We will be announcing the winner of our drawing on our bonus episode the week of October 4th. So head over, check these uh, opportunities out and get a chance to win a fun little memento of Castaway Key to remind you one of our favorite places. With that, on to our bonus show. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And today we're excited to welcome aboard someone who's got kind of a unique vacation coming up with Disney Cruise Line, but not by choice a little bit, but by happenstance of, uh, of having cruises shortened on board the fantasy. But I want to start by welcoming our guest, Carol, to the show. Welcome, Carol. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And so, Carol, you have what I would call a back-to-back with a break in the middle, basically, on board the Fantasy and a four-night on the 11th and then a break and then a four-night on the 18th, which I know has posed some interesting challenges for you in the planning stages here. And so we wanted to talk to you about kind of that pre-cruise process a little bit. But before we dive in, Carol, you've been on our show before, but why don't you help folks recall kind of your cruising background with Disney Cruise Line and cruising in general? Um, Do you want to remind folks what your background is like? Sure. We uh, started cruising with Disney in January of 2019 and fell in love with it. And then we took our second cruise in October of 2019, which was over Halloween. And then we did a Marvel Day at Sea. We've actually done two Marvel Day at Sea cruises. So we've had three cruises. Um, We've had five canceled. We're quite fanatical about it. Of course, as I said in your previous podcast, my family points the finger at me. I'm the one that's really fanatical about it. But uh, but we just really enjoy it as our va- our way to vacation. Yeah. And now I'm remembering because we started in January of 2018 and have had a similar trajectory as uh, you and your family in terms of our uh, love of Disney Cruise Line. So really yes. obsession is really the right yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drug, really. Yes, that's more drug. appropriate. <laughs> obsession. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carol, you've been 
vigorously planning uh, for your upcoming cruises on Disney Cruise Line. Let me start with, I know this wasn't by choice, this kind of break that you're having in between your cruising. So you want to walk folks through what you originally had planned and what that's turned into? So as we begin to have cruises canceled, obviously, a long time ago, it feels like forever now, we booked um, two seven night back to back on the Disney Fantasy for uh, the 11th and the 18th of September this year. And we use actually all of our future cruise credits from all of our canceled cruises. And one of the reasons we decided to do it that way was because one of the cruises we had canceled was our 14-night Panama Canal cruise. And so we still wanted 14-night. Too bad for us. <laughs> but anyway, so that was originally the plan was to do the two seven nights. One was a Western Caribbean and one was an Eastern Caribbean cruise. That would be a kind of an amazing back-to-back, to be perfectly honest, just to be able to do both sides of the Caribbean. Yes, we thought so too, because we've done the Western before, but we haven't done the Eastern itinerary. So we were pretty excited about that. But obviously, with everything going on, a lot of changes had to be made. And um, unfortunately, one of those changes was that both cruises were shortened to four nights each with a three night, three day window in between. Yeah, it's uh, we're cautiously watching our seven night in November and thinking it'll probably get shortened to at least five nights. But um we're keeping our fingers crossed. But so leading into this first cruise, Carol, you've had to deal with all of the testing and such for your kids. Let me just ask a question. Are, are you just getting your kids tested or what, what's the profile of uh, cruiser and testing that you're having to deal with right now? So one of the things that I'd like to say is that our our cruise, for those that may not know, is the first revenue sailing on the Disney Fantasy. So we're pretty excited about that. But with that has come a lot of unprecedented changes that have just come rolling in one after the other after the other for us in terms of requirements and testing and things like that. So our group has been through a lot, been through a lot with this cruise. Everybody that's kind of stuck with it, you know, we've kind of been through a lot. Yeah, they've changed. I mean, they've changed the rules. I, I can't even count how many well, times it, now. It started with vaccinated or unvaccinated, but unvaccinated testing, vaccinated, no testing to everyone's got to be vaccinated except for kids under 12 and everyone has to be tested. So right, right. And the testing window changed. For the pre-cruise testing. Yes, Thanks. from three, five to three. So we, we went from a situation where when we started this cruise where we did not all have to be vaccinated, we had to be tested. But fortunately, my husband, myself and our son, who is over 12, have all been fully vaccinated. So that has not changed any status for us with all the changes. We do have two children under 12. And so currently, and I'm going to say currently because we've gone through changes this week. Currently, the new rules that DCL just put in place about the three-day testing window does not apply to our September 11th sailing. It doesn't apply until September 13th. So fortunately, they have to be PCR tested within five days, and then they'll both have to be tested at the port. So the new rules won't apply until our second sailing, which is the 18th, when we'll all have to be tested. So you're going to sail your first time under one set of testing rules, and then you're going to sail your second time on, on uh, under a different set of testing rules. That is correct. That is so confusing. How do you keep track of that? You know, I'm really nervous about it. And I have to tell you, I along this path of this cruise that has been planned forever for September 11th, 
I joined the Facebook cruise group, which a lot of people do. And at some point, months and months ago, the admin of the group decided that they were not going to go on the cruise anymore and ask for an admin to step up. I've never admined a group before. So I volunteered. It was probably not the best time in retrospect to volunteer to be a first time <laughs> admin of a cruise group. But you know, I'm not the only one that's nervous about it, I guess is, is what I'm trying to say. There are a lot of people who are very anxious and to throw another loop into that for us, tomorrow's a holiday and that's our five-day testing window. So we can't actually get tested until Tuesday, which shortens the amount of time that we're able to mail in. If you were to do the mail-in test with Disney, it shortens that window of time to do it and have the results be returned. So, you know, that has made people a little bit edgy. And then when the three-day window came out, people really were you know, concerned. And so just trying to keep up with all of it has not been easy, but I'm hoping that I'm doing it all right. So if you see that I don't make it on board, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is a really important point though. This is like, this goes to the fact of you, like if you are cruising and I'm saying this to the audience, not to you, Carol, because obviously you're reading everything, but to the audience members who are listening, if you are set to cruise, not just on Disney, but any other cruise line, you need to be reading everything they send you because right now, you know, we sailed just a couple of weeks ago on the dream and there were one set of rules in place. They were, they were changed shortly thereafter and now they're changed again. So, you know, your, your first cruise is actually under a different set of rules than our cruise was. And then your second cruise is on a different set of rules than both of those. So it's yeah. like, three iterations of rules. And this is within one. Well, and you've got to constantly, I think this is my recommendation these days is check in on the Disney Cruise Line website once a day and check in on the Safe Passage website once a day, because if you're not seeing green across the board on Safe Passage, you know, except for, I think the app, the embarkation testing, which they're going to be doing now. Although interestingly enough, I'm on the sailing on the 18th. I uploaded my vaccination status. I'm green across the board. I am ready to sail, ready to embark no disembarkation. So I'm waiting for them to roll the middle one back to yellow. But that's why I'm checking every day. I want to make sure that I understand my status and what has to happen. And I, that, that's just that's just par for the course right now with everything changing. Well, and I would also say to anybody that's listening, because we've had so many changes that I know some people don't enjoy being on Facebook or don't use social media as much as I do. But we did not get emails about all the changes that we've gotten. If I had not been on Facebook and, and or been going to the website and regularly checking, I would not have known about some of the changes. And so it's really, really important for people to be extremely diligent in, you know, following up. If you have a travel agent, then, you know, talk to your travel agent regularly. I do have a travel agent for these cruises and she's been phenomenal about making sure that we knew, you know, what to do and when to do it. And, and, you know, she's dealt with a lot of my um, anxiety about, okay, is it three day window now or is it five days? And, you know, can you verify that for me? And so, you know, it's just been, I think there've been so many changes so fast, it's very difficult to keep up with. And sometimes the wording can be a little confusing. So it's good to have more than one place you can kind of clarify it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, You know, you're not a travel agent, Brian and I are not travel agents, but we, uh, we tell people all the time, like the travel agent doesn't cost you anything, right? It's somebody else who has to sit on the phone and wait on hold for a long time with Disney. So you don't have to. And you're not paying them. Disney pays them out of their, you know, out of their amount. So you're not paying any more. So it just doesn't make any sense, especially right now, to book these things yourself if you 
are at all, you know, worried about, well, frankly, everyone should be worried about making sure they're following the rules to a T because you'll get denied boarding. Right, right. And that's what we're trying to avoid. Our, our family is really trying to avoid not having the right I dotted or T crossed because we're dealing with two different sets of rules. And we're just trying to be really sure that we have everything in place so that we don't get denied boarding because that's everyone's fear. Everyone is everyone, especially right now for our sailing, first sailing, everyone who has small children, that's their fear is that they're going to get denied boarding. Hey, DCL Duo fans, with all this talk of travel agents in the show, we do need to stop and pause and thank our own show sponsor, Touring Plans Travel. We use a destination specialist over at Touring Plans Travel for our own Disney travel, and we love the experience and expertise we get from our travel specialist over there. As we were saying in the show, you don't have to pay extra to use Touring Plans Travel to book your Disney vacations, including Disney cruise vacations. Disney pays them after you travel, so you can benefit from their experience and expertise without having to pay more. And right now is a great time to book a Disney cruise because Disney is actually offering some extreme discounts on some of their sailings, up to 25% off some of the sailings right now. So it's a great time to book a Disney cruise. You can go back in our catalog to hear about our own experience on the Dream recently. We'll be on the Fantasy and the Wonder coming up here in September and October. And so we are loving getting back to sailing right now aboard these ships at lower capacity. And our destination specialist over Touring Plans Travel has been helping us out quite a bit. So head over to touringplans.com slash travel. You can get a free quote over there. And if you decide to book some travel, let them know the DCL duo sent you because it'll help support our show. So thanks again, Touring Plans Travel. And with that, back to our episode. Yeah. What's the point? What's your plan, your family's plan with regard to your your two youngest on the testing? Are you doing the mail-in testing or are you going to a testing location? What's, what's your plan? Because I know those two options still exist right now. I'm not sure if the mail-in exists after when the window changes from five days to three days, but can you let us know what your plan is? So we had a different, had one plan and now we have to have plan B, C, and D. But for, for this particular sailing for the 11th, we are Tuesday morning, we will be at the UPS store bright and early to mail in our Inspire test through Safe Passage. They do UPS overnight, next day air. And from everybody that I've talked to that's had it done, it's the t- results are usually in by the next day. I mean, they get the test and they do it and, it, you know, it's going straight to a lab. So it, it usually the results are back very quickly. If you talk to Inspire, they're going to say to you, don't count on us. We can't guarantee you that we'll, have, you know, what we'll have it back <laughs> because obviously they don't want to be left. I think, you know, they don't want to feel responsible if you don't get it back in time if something happens, because I'm sure there are things that are out of their control. So we, we have a, we, we're worried about the four-day window because we're actually going to be in four days because of the holiday for this one. So we do have a backup test kind of planned, but we're not necessarily counting on having to use that because I really think this one will probably be back and and it should be good to go. The in-between time for us is a little bit more worrisome because we're literally stepping off the ship on the 15th, which is three days before the next cruise. So we have a mail-in test for that. And we're going to do the mail-in. We're going to, as soon as we get off the ship, we're going to do the swab and run to the UPS store and mail it and hope it's back by the next day, which is what so many people have said, has said has happened for them. But we also have a couple of places where we can go and get a rapid PCR test if we need it, if it's not back so that we can have the test one way or the other. So we just have more than one plan at this point. Yeah. Now the mail-in test, is that through Inspire or is that, did you get a different company for that? 
Yes, it's through Inspire, through the Safe Passage side. And how'd you go about finding the other testing locations? Just just internet searching or did you get recommendations or? I actually got recommendations um, in our cruise groups. A lot of people recommended the the airport in Orlando does the the rapid PCR test. And I think that's also what Disney uses when they have crew members come in as well. But it is pricey. It's not cheap, you know, but they do get the results back within like 45 minutes or something. So you, um, you can make an appointment for that. But I think you can also just show up too. What's the ballpark price you remember of that one, the that in-person in the airport? Gosh, I don't remember, but I want to say it was pretty close to $200 a piece or something. It was pretty pricey. And there's a, another place that's not in Orlando. One of the kind of surrounding little suburb cities has a clinic that does rapid PCR. And again, it's about $200 a person. Um, you do have to make an appointment for that one. And I haven't been able to get an appointment for that one. As I've thought about this more and more, I, I what worries me about kind of the people going to Disney World beforehand to try and get on a cruise with this three-day requirement or your situation where you've got a break in between cruises, Florida is not in great shape with COVID at the moment. And my understanding is testing is somewhat limited. <laughs> and so like, even if you can get the appointment, I just also, I, I worry about, I guess I worry about getting the appointment or finding a place that has the availability. And then two, you know, how backed up are they at the lab that, you know, they say they return the results in 24 hours, but it turns into 48, right? So I think, I think your strategy of having multiple avenues of attack here is probably right. I mean, that's kind of what we experienced with our son inadvertently when we sailed on the dream was that we went to the Walgreens to do the test and... Actually, it was CVS. CVS. We went to CVS. Sorry to Walgreens. You're great. CVS, uh, on the other hand, <laughs> we went to CVS and we got a call the next day saying that it was insufficient results. And now we were we were scrambling. We had a five-day window. So we had a five-day window to find something else. And we found we have a testing facility here that's set up just for travelers. And they turn around rapid antigen in like 30 minutes, PCR in 24-hour, actually same day or next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just got them an appointment there. And it was pricey. It was it was like 180-something dollars. Yep. Um, for us. So, but it, we, we were like, we got to have a backup plan here because, you know, the other option is we go back to CVS and then we get another insufficient result. Like we got to have a backup plan. So yeah, I think having just, backup it, plans is important. Yeah. It was an insufficient sample. And that's to the point that Brian's making is, you know, these, most of these tests, depending, well, depending upon the type of test, they sometimes let you take the sample yourself. And if you don't get enough material out of your nose or go up high enough into your nasal passages, if you get an insufficient sample, then you just get no result. You don't get a negative, you don't get a positive, you get no result. And that's not good enough, obviously, for uh, Disney Cruise Line or any of the other places, like, for example, flying to Hawaii or really, you know, any of the, the travel places where you have to prove your COVID negative, right? So yeah, we were lucky. We did it at the five-day window. And so we knew at day four that we didn't have a test result and then we had to go back. And so we were able to make it uh, an appointment for the very next morning. And then we got our result within a day. So we had enough time, but it's, it does feel very stressful cutting it close. And like I said, we were, before the rule got changed to three days, um, we only had three days between the two cruises. And so we really, really contemplated not taking that second cruise because we felt like it was going to be really stressful to try to get the testing done. But we decided that we waited so long for it that we just did. We, you know, we and my travel agent said to me, listen, I'll help you find places to get the test. We can do this. You know, so she was very encouraging. And and I think, you know, we've got we've always got the airport. We can always go there and get it turned around if we have to. I know they're asking for the results to be uploaded at least 24 hours before you sail. 
Um, and that's my concern is that, you know, if I, if I'm not careful, I won't be able to make that time window. And I don't know what the restriction is. If you, if you don't have it uploaded 24 hours beforehand. My guess is Inspire beforehand too has a way for you to say, no, 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 look, I got, I got my right test. I have documentation of it. I just wasn't able to get it uploaded within 24 hours. My, my, my guess just or my might, hope would be that they would take that. Yeah. 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 It just, I think the issue is it just might slow you down at the port in, in boarding, but I think you'll still get, I think you still get on, but I think it'll just slow down your boarding. Yeah. Yeah. Which is already going to be painfully slow, to be honest. Um, right. Especially for that second cruise, because everybody's going to have to be tested. So there's not going to be, you know, the ones that are just getting on the ship without having to be tested. Everybody has to go through that process. I am very curious to see, because so, uh, you know, I guess, Carol, let me ask you the question. How are you preparing for the port testing for your kiddos? And are you going to be on foot or in car? Oh, that's a good question, too. Yeah, we actually drive to the port because we live in Georgia. So we actually drive. So we'll actually be in our own car, which is really nice because my kids will have, you know, books, electronics, things to keep them busy while we wait, which is kind of nice. Yes. And I would tell you that that is a good move because we were, you know, we were just waiting for Nathan's test because Brian and I didn't have to be tested. (laughs) Murdering each other in the front seat of the car where our son was happily playing on his (laughs) tablet in the back. Yeah, Yeah, we were in a rental car, but it was good. We, you know, we, we had air conditioning. We had all of our stuff with us. It was, it was, I think, a lot easier to be alone than for us to be standing outside in the heat or in one of those portables at, right outside the port because that's where they were doing the, the testing for people the on portables foot. portables are air conditioned yes we, we have confirmation of that yes but, yes. but you're having to wear your mask because you're inside yes. with a bunch of other people or you have to go or you go stand outside in the in the oppressive cocoa beach heat <laughs> <laughs> and sam's pro tip is that there are bathrooms in the parking garage on the first level if yes. you need one while you're waiting so there are all our <laughs> listeners out there uh, yeah well i'm so glad you said that because i actually just thought about that this morning um, i was like oh no what if we need to go to the bathroom what are yes. we gonna do we're just gonna be stuck in our car so good yes, to know there, yeah yes. there are bathrooms in the parking garage you just go down to the first floor and there's cast members that will direct you to where they are but yeah, that it's an important tip because you might be waiting, particularly for that second cruise, you might be waiting a couple of hours. We waited a, a little over an hour and that we were only waiting for one test. So yeah. you know, you'll be waiting for five. I, I honestly, so I'll be curious, Carol, we want to have you back on after the cruises to take the view following your cruises and see what your, how much of your, your experience lined up with what you were expecting versus uh, maybe where it fell apart a little bit. But I do not, understand based on our experience with just testing those who are under 12 or adults who are unvaccinated which were not that many which were not that many how they are planning to move everybody through that process at the port in an efficient and timely fashion especially because like i I say this too because if it was disney if it was disney doing it i'd have a little bit more faith in their ability to do it they move crowds they move people they do that kind of stuff all the time but it's a third party and, you know, so I'm hoping Disney's hand is at play here in the process a little bit, but it took, you know, they gave us, quoted us 30 to 45 minutes and it was in like an hour to an hour and 15 minutes later. And if you start adding that across, that was just one child in our car. If it had been three of us and now multiply that across 1400 people, like it, it, great that they've moved the port arrival times back. I actually wish what they had done is said, okay, your port arrival time is 11 or whatever it is. We recommend you show up to the port at 10 to start the press the testing process, you will not be allowed into the check-in process until 
11. So if your tests clear earlier, you got to wait, but at 11, you can enter. Like, I, I just really feel like they need to make some allowance for more time for that testing because I just don't understand how they're going to get it all done. So, right. I agree with you. I, I'm, I'll be interested to see. We, uh, we are selling concierge for both cruises. And so we don't have a port arrival time, but we, um, like I said, because we're driving, we plan on being there at 11 when the port opens. And so I'll be interested to see particularly the differences in the first cruise and the second cruise as to how long it takes before we're able to actually get on board. Yeah. Cause I found that the later that people came, the longer the wait, like, so, you know, they, they quote you 30 minutes, it's going to take 45, then 45 turns into an hour, an hour turns like, so like as they're going during the day, they're building this big bubble up and we didn't have people boarding our ship until five thirty, six o'clock at night, testing everybody. I could actually see it being that by moving the port arrival times earlier, they're still boarding the ship. Yeah at 5.30 or 6 o'clock at night. And, you know, I was a little frustrated that we had to board at 3 o'clock because, you know, they sell you a three-night cruise on the theory that that first day, you're kind of getting almost a half of a day of on the ship to enjoy the pool and grab lunch and get settled in and have dinner. And we're on a ship at 3 o'clock. Every day's basically done by that point. Yeah, um, or a big chunk of it's gone. Yeah, a big gone. chunk of it's gone. So. so I'm curious, Carol, as to what you all are doing in the three days in between, other than getting the, the girls tested. You're coming from Georgia. You're going to have your car with you, but you've got a four-night, uh, I guess it's, you have a four-night Eastern first and then the Western after. They're both just double... Yeah, double they're both dips. just double, double dips. Yeah. yeah so. There are no itineraries no, no, beyond right. Castaway Key at right. this point. I forgot that. Thank yeah. you. Um, okay, so you've got your, you've got a, you're going to be in the Bahamas, Castaway Key for, you know, four nights basically. Four stops at Castaway <laughs> Key. That's, <laughs> you know, that's in a impressive. Period. Yeah. But what, what's the, what's the plan for the, the three days in between other than the, stopping and getting tested. <laughs> so I will tell you that I am so type A that this whole like changing things the last minute constantly has kind of driven me crazy. I feel like I'm <laughs> you know about to lose it a little bit. But one of the things is that our children are homeschooled. And so for the last two and a half weeks at home, they have been at home. We have not gone anywhere. My husband goes to work and comes home and that's it. We have kept everybody kind of locked down. Um, to try to be extra cautious. And so we we actually intend to do quite the same in between the cruises. We've rented an Airbnb. Um, it has a pool that the kids can swim in and things like that. So we'll order probably some groceries, some food, whatever for the few days. And we'll just hang out there until we go back and get back on the ship. Nice. Are Smart. you going to be in Orlando or down near Cocoa Beach near Port Canaveral? We're going to be near Port Canaveral. That makes sense. I wonder, you know, have you looked into whether or not there's any sort of testing places somewhere down there? So if the Inspire thing is just you're worried about it not working out in time or there, have you looked for testing locations down there? I have. And I think I may have failed to mention this earlier, but I actually have an appointment at CVS for my girls the day we get off the ship too. Um, So that way we'll do the mail-in, we'll do the CVS. And then as a backup, we can go to one of the other places and get the rapid PCR if we have to. So hopefully out of all those things, something will work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my my pro tip for CVS is just stick that thing a little farther up than you think you should. (laughs) 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 And maybe go around the the nostril a few extra times because that was the one that, like I said, that was the one where we just we just got an insufficient sample and I, I should have, uh, we, it, it was a drive through CVS. It was, you know, you go, through, you go through the pharmacy window. And I think that when I let my son do himself and I, I watched him do it and I thought he had done a sufficient job, but I don't know, maybe I just needed to, like I said, stick it up a little further <laughs> in the nose. 
<laughs> I haven't found anything else there other than like kind of your basic CVS Walgreens type. Um, the PCR tests are particularly difficult to find. Um, and so that was what I found and it is in Cocoa Beach. So I thought, you know, it's not going to hurt to go get that done in addition to mailing in the Inspire test. And hopefully between those two things, one of them will come back and we'll have it. And if those don't work, then we'll drive to Orlando and, and get the rapid PCR done. Well, Carol, it sounds like, you know, these days traveling, there's just this added layer of stress. And so I feel like it's not being helped by the fact that all of the cruises have been shortened to three and four nights because we need an extra day to just <laughs> decompress just relax. and relax. <laughs> but once you get over the stress, I will say our experience was very much that it was a fun vacation. It was still very magical. We had a great time. And so I really hope the same thing for you and your family that everything, while stressful, runs somewhat smoothly. There's always bumps in the road. We experienced a few ourselves, but I hope it runs very smoothly and you have such a magical time on board the ship. And I also wanted to say, if you want to let folks know where they can follow along on your journey and, and uh, experience the ups and downs, hopefully mostly ups, uh, why don't you let folks know where they can follow along? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, we're re look, really looking forward to it. It's been a cruise in the making for quite a long time. And We've gotten to know quite a few crew members on Instagram. And so we're looking forward to being able to actually meet some of those people face to face a little bit. But my Instagram is Disney Cruise underscore mom of three. If anybody wants to follow along with all of our adventures, we would love to have them there. Awesome. Well, we follow along and we love it. And uh, that's how we found out about this amazing adventure you're going to be having. And so I encourage folks to head over there, check it out and follow along with Carol. And Carol, we cannot wait to have you back to hear all about this fabulous adventure, which I'm sure is going to be amazing for you and your family. So thanks for coming on, sharing about the embarkation process today and the, the pre-cruise planning process. And uh, we will talk more soon. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it was great having Carol on the show tonight. I'm really excited for her family's plans. Uh, an amazing four times at Castaway Key over the course of about 10 days. That's going to be an amazing trip. Can't wait to meet Carol live and in person on the sailing on the 18th and also bring that trip report back to everyone here so you can hear how things went, especially that new testing requirement and how much that slows things down or if maybe Disney has fixed the kinks and it's moving like clockwork. So really excited for that sailing, really excited to meet Carol and really just happy that she uh, came on the show. So do go over and follow her Instagram account if you want to follow along with her adventures. It's a lot of fun. So with that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. We really do appreciate all of our listeners. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five-star reviews. They are so wonderful to read, and we love reading them on the air. We love connecting with our listeners. And right now, if you leave us a new one, you're going to get an entry to win that Castaway Key sign. So head over, leave us those five-star written reviews. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. Or you can head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. Just browse to youtube.com slash dclduo. Again, you'll earn another entry into that drawing for our Castaway Key Sign. If you'd like to support the show, you can head over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you. 
or you can browse to patreon.com slash dclduo and join one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons. Thank you so much for making this show happen month to month. And again, joining our Patreon right now will earn you some entries into our Castaway Key Sign drawing. So the DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed in the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night.